You're listening to the 1208 Podcast from 1208 Greenwood Free Methodist Church in downtown Jackson, Michigan. in California, you, you guys have heard about all those, they're pretty nasty, uh, Time Magazine sent one of their very best photographers to go and get pictures of the wildfires. The photographer tried to safely take pictures at the edge of the fire, but the smoke was too thick to get clear shots. So he called his boss up and he says, hey man, I need a helicopter, I gotta, I gotta get over this fire. So arrangements were made, and the photographer headed to the new nearby airport that was nearby, and when the helicopter was there on the runway, he saw it, and he jumped inside. And um, he screams at the pilot, he says, let's go, let's go, let's get out of here. And the pilot lifted up the helicopter up into the sky, and off they went. And the, the, pilot, the photographer's yelling at him, he says, fly over to the north side of the fire, and make three or four passes so that I can get these pictures. And the pilot looks back at me and says, but why? He said, because I'm a photographer. That's what photographers do. We take pictures. And after a few minutes, the pilot finally looks at the photographer and he says, you mean you're not my flying instructor? <laughs> yeah. Assume. Assumption. Guess. Suppose. Take for granted. Lie. Gossip. Judge. Assume. Speculate. Assume, like the man who assumes that the helicopter that he sees is his ride, jumping in without asking and then discovering a little too late that he got himself in a bad situation. Why? Because he assumed. Like the person who hears just a little bit of information, then creates a story from it and forms their own theory from it, makes their own speculation, fills in the blank with their own assumptions, all from this little bit of information, which may or may not be accurate. Who knows? Maybe you've assumed, from the eight times that I've said assume, now nine, or from the photographer's story, that I'm preaching a message about assuming I am. You assumed right this time. What about the times that we assume things that we're wrong about? We're wrong sometimes about the people in the world. We're wrong about people in here. Sometimes we're wrong about the way that someone looks or the way that someone looked at us. Have you ever done that? When someone looks at you and you think, oh, they must be mad at me. Well, not necessarily. Maybe they just had a bad day. Maybe things just wasn't going their way that day. But still, God has me preaching a message on assume. Assuming is one of the least talked about sins in the Bible. You don't find that word in the Bible. It's one, but yet, it's one of the most damaging of sins. Because assuming is deceiving. Assuming produces a negative environment. It's one of the great tools of the enemy is to assume things. Even though the action of assuming is dangerous, it's very difficult as you, you look through the Bible 
to find that word, and the behavior is throughout God's word. From beginning mm -hmm. to end, the behavior is there. The Bible has stories of people who have assumed and the consequences of their assumptions. When preparing this sermon, I discovered Jesus never said the word assume. He never said it. Yet God wanted me to talk about assume. And I was thinking, Lord, it would really help if I could find a time when Jesus talks about assuming. See, preachers must be careful when they're searching the scriptures. Not to shove a round peg in a square hole. And not to manipulate scripture to make their sermon work. A preacher must ever, no, not ever, use or exploit scripture to prove their point. Our preaching must flow from the scriptures. Our preaching must, must come directly from God's word. We can't manipulate it. So I did discover, finally in my search, I did discover a portion of scripture, and it became obvious. It became that my eyes were open, and God was leading me to where he wanted me, and that place was Isaiah chapter 11. The 11th chapter of Isaiah is a prophecy of Jesus Christ, written 700 years before Jesus was even born. The writer Isaiah, being guided by God, he writes the characteristics of a coming Messiah. He speaks of a child being born. He speaks of a son being given. He speaks of the gruesomeness of that man's death and how he comes to comfort the people. In Isaiah chapter 11, uh, he writes about the integrity and the respect for the people will have, or for the people will have for the prophesied Messiah. So I'm going to read you Isaiah 11 verses 1 through 3. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, his branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of counsel and of might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Now, verse 3, get this. He will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide what he hears with his ears. He will not assume. He will not make assumptions. Excuse me. He will not judge by appearances. He will not decide on the basis of hearsay. He is qualified for the work that he started, the work that his followers must finish. He will be accurate, precise in the management of his kingdom. He will have the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of understanding. He will not assume. Unfortunately, his followers assume every day. Yes, there are things that we should assume. Like when we walk into the room and we flip on the light switch, we should assume that we're going to have light. And we should assume that when we go to work, we actually do have a job and we'll get a paycheck. And we should assume that our spouse isn't a liar. And we should assume that the bank isn't stealing our money. And we should assume that our kids will do exactly what we ask them to do. These are the right things that we should be assuming. I'm preaching about the kind of assuming that leads to sin. Assuming that makes us critical of others. Assuming that's misguided. Assuming that is hurtful. The definition of assuming is this. To accept something as truth without checking the facts. Listen to that again. To accept something as truth without checking the facts. Hear me, followers of Christ. 
We should never buy into, listen to, repeat, believe, hear, say, gossip, or speculate. We should never decide that what we are hearing, what we are seeing, is the truth when we don't have the facts. Sometimes, some things are none of our business. We need to be silent sometimes, and we need to pray, and we need to love people, and we need to mind our own business, and we should never assume anything about any situation when we don't have the whole truth. When I'm running a church service on Sunday morning, I am all over the church. I, I'm just crazy. I'm checking with the sound team. I'm, I'm, I'm the worship team, the greeting, greeting visitors. I'm checking with everybody. I'm making sure that everything is going, running well, okay? And over the years, I have lost count how many times I have heard this. Pastor, you walked right by me on Sunday, and you didn't even bother to hug me. It is not my nature to intentionally hurt someone. It's just not my nature or to ignore someone. Could it be? Maybe. That I had 50 things going on in my head and I simply was focused on one particular thing. It wasn't about hurting anyone. See, people assume so much so quick and it's almost always leaning towards negative when you assume. My years in the church, I've heard people say, no one was there for me when I needed them. Maybe no one knew you needed them. I've seen good relationships go bad because of assumptions. When in fact, it's just misunderstandings. We must get past these kinds of things and we must get to a place in the church of love and unity. The church should never tear itself apart because of assumptions. Wrong assumptions tear down the unity. Jesus, the unassumer, the grace giver, is our example. Isaiah says this about, about Jesus. He will not judge by appearance. He will not decide on the basis of hearsay. Likewise, by the way, the church is victim to outside assumptions. Since the church started, the world has been assuming how Christians should behave. The moment a Christian shows that they're human, assumptions start flying. Whoa, you're acting like that. I thought you were a Christian. Did those words just come out of your mouth? You're a Christian and you said that? Of course, Christians should be mindful of their conduct. We need to represent we need to watch how we speak when we represent Jesus Christ, but no one has ever walked on water beside him. No one is perfect, nor should we assume that Christians are. The world will assume what the world is going to assume. I'm more concerned about assumptions being made in the church. It's a cancer. It will contaminate the body of Christ. For years, people harbor bad feelings because they assumed something that simply wasn't true. Jesus does not want us to have harsh or critical spirits. He called that sin. Followers of Christ are called to be like Christ, called to be different, called to be unassuming, called to work together to get past our assumptions of one another 
and give kindness and seek truth. Most of the time when I've made assumptions, I've been wrong. There was this lady in my, my small group that I was a part of, and she was very standoffish. And so I assumed that she wanted nothing to do with the church or with Jesus. And I was filling in the blanks in my mind of, of all the reasons why was she even attending. A year passed, and, and one day in small group, she finally told her story. And out of her mouth flowed the truth of her life. And everything that I thought about her was absolutely wrong. This woman had suffered immense abuse, abuse and horrific abuse. She stood strong and she survived and she attended the group because she knew there was more to life than merely surviving. She came seeking so that she could thrive. For her to attend a group like ours was a huge step on the road to healing for her. And shame on me. Shame on anyone who assumed negative things instead of just walking along beside her and doing life together. We assume, and it needs to stop. We need to learn to ask ourselves the right questions and then answer them with complete honesty. Is that person evil? Did they really mean that? Are they treating me bad because they just had a bad day? Or maybe they had a bad day and instead of assuming negatively, we should love. We should walk alongside them. We should do what Jesus would do. We should form a relationship with them. We should get involved with them. We should share their life. Is that person nothing? Or do they just have a fight with their partner? See, we need to ask the right questions. Maybe their marriage is on the rocks and they just need a friend, a confidant. When we assume, we lose opportunity to love. The moment we start assuming, we stop communicating. So truth time, I always have to do a truth time at my church. And I ask three questions. Only you can be honest with yourself. Only God can convict you. I can't. So between you and your God, maybe there's sin that needs to be dealt with. Do you look for the best in people? Or do you assume the worst? Do you instantly believe someone's actions are a personal attack against you? Or do you give the benefit of a doubt? Do you have critical thoughts that snowball even into worse thoughts because you're filling in the blanks about someone and you don't have all the facts? There are two types of people in this world, pessimists and optimists. An optimist is someone who sees the bright side of a situation, who sees the positive side of people, who, who takes and believes everything is the best. They're just like that. Annoying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a pessimist is a person who stresses over everything because of their negative thinking. Everything is bad. Everyone's out to get me. When pessimists see the situation, they assume the worst. We struggle with this. We struggle with this. 
the battle of being positive or being negative. We live in a culture where assuming has become acceptable. When we stand in the checkout line, the magazine racks are full of assumptions about this Hollywood star or that Hollywood star. And we, can, we just beat it all up, don't we? We are consumed with assuming. Jesus' followers are called to a much higher calling. A bishop invited a young priest to dinner. And during the meal, the priest noticed signs of intimacy between the bishop and his housekeeper. And the pre as the priest was leaving, the bishop quietly said to him, he says, you know, I just want you to know, our relationship is friendly. It's, it, it, I know what you were thinking, but it's strictly friendly. A few days later, the housekeeper told the bishop, she said, there's a valuable antique silver label that I served soup with that night that the priest was here, and it's missing. And it's been missing since he visited. So she asked him, do you think he took it? And the bishop responded, no, I, I don't think he would take that, but I'll ask him. So the bishop wrote the priest a letter. He said, dear Father John, I'm not saying that you took a silver ladle, silver soup ladle from my house, and I'm not saying that you didn't take the silver ladle from my house, but the fact is the ladle's been missing since you visited. A week later, the bishop received a letter from the young priest, and the answer was, your excellency, I'm not trying, I'm not saying that you're sleeping with your housekeeper. I'm not saying that you don't sleep with your housekeeper. But the fact is, if you were sleeping in your own bed, you would have found a silver lady. Oh. <laughs> don't assume. Don't assume. Don't draw your own conclusions until you have the facts. When we've heard one side of the story, let's remember that there's two more sides. His, hers, and the truth. Pray. Ask God to reveal to you what needs to be revealed to you. Do that and he will. He doesn't want his people assuming. Pray. Let's not assume a person is guilty because accusations have been made about them. Let's not assume that a Facebook post or a text message is our personal attack of the day. Let's not assume that the addict who's been to prison is less of a Christian. Let's not assume that someone isn't called into ministry because we don't like them. And let's not assume that we're better parents because someone's kids are acting like crazy in the grocery store. <laughs> let's not assume that we know what people are like after meeting them one time. Don't assume people have forgotten about you. Don't assume that repentance isn't genuine because it doesn't look the way that you think it should look. And that forgiveness isn't sincere. Don't assume that God cannot change you because he can. And don't assume God cannot love you because he does. And don't assume that God cannot love them because they're different. Proverbs 18.13 says, Spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. Proverbs 14.15 says, Only simpletons believe everything that they're told. The wise carefully consider their steps. 
1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, Don't suppress the Spirit of God. Don't stifle those who have a word from the Master. On the other hand, don't be gullible. Check out everything. Keep only what is good and throw out any tainted evil. That's a tough message, by the way. Sorry. It forces us to be honest with ourselves. But this message is from God. This is true to his word. True to his characteristics. True to what he wants his disciples and his followers being. Perhaps God is trying to do something divine. Perhaps he's trying to change hearts. Perhaps he has a purpose. This teaching is not for me, and I pray that you hear God's heart. Repent. If repentance is needed. Seek forgiveness if you've thought wrong things about people that you don't need to be thinking. Seek forgiveness if you've taken one look at a person and decided who they are, what they are, and how they are. And give forgiveness to those who have assumed about you.